0: So this is Andrew Jack from the Financial Times at the Garstein Health Forum. I'm with Rifa Dhatun from the Global Fund. When you talk to the many middle and lower income countries around the world suffering from a whole series of health problems, but particularly from your perspective, the big killer diseases HIV, TBA, malaria. What do you hear so far? Do you already hear stories of cutbacks and an impact on health in a lot of those developing countries post the financial crisis?
1: We're noticing three, three major changes. First of all, inflows from workers working abroad, financial transfers into countries are declining, and thus reducing flows into, into the ...obviously the Treasury. Secondly, because of the economic crisis... ...many people are being pushed into poverty. So in turn, this is going to increase the, uh, the burden of disease. And thirdly, because of the uh, declining revenues... ...because of the economic crisis... ...the domestic finances are quite shaky... ...in a large number of countries. And in some countries we're seeing the effect of this... ...translated into lack of funding for purchasing drugs... ...through domestic sources...
0: So, you, so you've already seen at least some warning signs, some concern out there. Yes. How do you think over the months ahead that's likely to evolve?
1: This is happening in, in a very few selected countries. For instance, Round 7 and Round 8 from a global fund point of view has provided quite a lot of additional funding uh, to these countries. I think important issues is to use these funds in such a way that such gaps do not arise. So what countries need is predictable financing, both in the short term but also in the medium term. And and the
0: global Fund itself, your organisation, what messages are you getting now from the richer countries themselves, obviously now going through budget crises, austerity measures? How much is that going to impact your future funding and ability, therefore, to help developing countries maintain uh, their approaches to tackling disease in the next few months?
1: Yes. The key question is, will the donor countries be able to reach the commitments that they've made in terms of 0.7% of their gross domestic product being allocated to to international development? But also for the developing countries, will they stick to the Abuja targets that they've set? For us, the crunch point is actually in in March 2010, which is our replenishment meeting. And the meeting, which will follow that later in, in the year, where the countries, the donor countries, will make new pledges. And in a way, that meeting will determine what kind of global fund will exist going forward in terms of scope, but also in terms of scale. And
0: based on what you know currently, are you worried that there will be cutbacks and therefore an impact on health?
1: I mean, if I said I was not worried, I think that would be wrong. But one encouraging sign is that in terms of our funding for the Round 8, we've been able to fund this fully. The demand for Round 9 is quite large. Going forward... We have not heard countries saying that they will not fund, but we have not also heard countries saying that yes, we are going to provide funding for X amount. But on the whole, the donor countries seem to be committed to funding. In terms of global fund, we have almost 2.2 million people on antiretroviral treatment, which which is a great success story, of course. But that brings with it certain obligations. These people will need to be maintained on high quality treatment and this can only be met through domestic sources plus external sources so there is there's an obligation going forward let's say in addition with malaria again which is a great success story we've been able to scale up investment in insecticidal nests but also other interventions aimed at malaria control these nests have a limited time they will need to be replaced if we are to sustain the control efforts so again there will be uh, additional monies provided just to keep ourselves where we are today the question is how much additional funding are we going to need to scale up or intensify the scaling up that we've been able to provide to reach the millennium development goals in 2015 revagitan thanks very much thank you support for this podcast and the following message come from coriant